Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Lauren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. You may have noticed that we have had a couple of little tiny impromptu breaks and our uploading schedule has changed a little bit. Um, And that was because of some health things health which, business <laughs> business which has been a fun not a fun time um so we decided today that to just chill take it easy have just just sit here and have a chat to you all just have a just have a general discussion about our hopes for season four of stranger things because i think we can speak for everybody when we say this hiatus is is lagging in it (laughs) it's 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 been a bit of time isn't it it's Mm. i mean i know global pandemic get it whatever um (laughs) but also i'm i'm now terribly impatient and i would like even just a smidgen a smidgen of something just Just show me pictures of someone or a family or just something that's all i want that's all i want to see great that would be really great so yeah so we thought we'd just we'd just have that chat with you all today about our hopes for season four of stranger things but before we get into that you can find us on spotify apple podcast google podcast and stitcher uh, and youtube at hawkings do you copy and you can find us on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast and Tumblr at hawkinsucopy.tumblr.com. Check us out on all the platforms. Why not? Why stop at one when you can go to four? <laughs> Literally catch them all. Do like Pokemon. You know, Pokemon. It is like Pokemon. Come and catch them all because otherwise, what's the point if if you can't if you can't get I don't know what I'm trying to say. What's the point if you can't have followers on every platform? This feels like a real self-depreciation. <laughs> kind of start like, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? But no, genuinely, come come hang out with us on, on all social social medias. That would be fun. Send us messages, send us asks, podcast ideas, anything you want us to talk about. Go do that. Super fun. But for now, Stranger Things 4. What, what 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 do we want? What do we want from Stranger I mean, I know what you want. Yeah. I, also, I mean, first of all, I want the season. That's what I would like. I Thank mean, I would just want the season. Yeah, that would be really nice. We would have had it by now. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to talk about the fact that it would have been out. But no, I think my main thing, my main thing, it's, just to clarify, it's three minutes into the recording. Um, my main thing that I would like is a Will Byers storyline. Thank you very much. But what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to I'm going to justify why. <laughs> justify why. Um, so season one, we didn't really see him. Didn't really see him. Plot device. Vanishing Will Byers. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? That he kind of mm. uses a plot device to get the show moving, whatever. Season two, iconic, classic Will Byers time. Brilliant. fabulous Brilliant. all of these i know that there are some people online that are like he was used as a plot device in that as well i say no 
No, I don't think he yeah. was. And no. my favorite thing about season two is when Matt and Rostafa were like, we didn't even know Noah could act because he wasn't in season one really. And then he came into season two and we were like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal, Honestly. brilliant. And, you know, and what I really liked about that, actually, because I think a lot, a lot of people don't talk enough about Beyond Stranger Things no. either. And good. I remember, good really show. good. Um, there was one episode of that. I think it was Natalia, Noah and Millie, classic, classic trio. Um, and <laughs> there was one, there was one quote I think Natalia had made when she was talking about how like Elle and Will were kind of like never in the same room and how whatever one was in the upside down, one was in uh, reality and it switches. And then I remember this one thing, I think, was it Millie that made a comment about how, oh, maybe Will is like the evil version of Elle or, some, or something like that. And Matt and Ross's faces were just like a picture. And... So we go into season three <laughs> thinking, oh my God, it's going to happen. Fabulous. And he doesn't have a storyline. So he was, he was the something of Eleven. He was the something opposite of Eleven. Um, and I well, think one had all the, the, all the storylines and one had nothing. <laughs> complete opposites. There we go. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, got a bit of a classic... Uh, Classic little triangle going on, which I think might might end up in season season four as well. This um, is stressing me out. Um, really stressing me out, but I can see it. I can see it happening. I am and... gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with the basis of I know that there are multiple opinions on the three of them. So I'm gonna keep it as neutral as possible. So actually, whatever stance you have, my concern is we're gonna get to season four. And we're going to have a complete rehash of season three. Because it's interesting that we're going to have Elle and Will now together. And this is probably like the first... I know that obviously we had season three, but they said like one line to each other. But in this situation, they kind of put in a position where they have to get along. And And they're not going to. I don't think they're going to. I, I I I will be amazed if we go into season four... And L and Will are like best friends. Like I just don't think it's gonna happen. I just I feel like Will is feeling a lot, and I think L is also gonna be feeling a lot, and is also not gonna understand why Will could be potentially annoyed and what what's going on there. So you know, it's like oh, we're brother and sister now, and I just. Hmm. Oh, it's gonna be. I want power siblings, like power, super power hmm. siblings. Will and L, and and um, the season's not gonna start with that at all. <laughs> the thing is, with that, I don't, I don't hate the idea that they don't like each other. Oh no, no! Like I think it, it's realistic. I think it's hmm. it's actually a realistic thing, and I definitely think that would be something that. So hmm. no, I'm not mad about it. No, I think. But my issue is, back to Will Byers, my issue is I don't want his storyline to be just kind of like, I'm alone again, they're ignoring me. For example, I think it's pretty much expected at this point that at some point, Mike is going to end up wherever the buyers are. I feel like everyone collectively 
has come to this conclusion that there is no way that they're going to keep Mike and Elle separate. Again, don't we like, also know about like who's filming at certain times as well? Like we don't know ins and outs of where and when, but like filming schedules seem to suggest who's filming with each other, and also the hmm. table read suggests who's with each other because I think Finn was sat with. Noah and Millie and Winona and Charlie, so rather than like Gaten and Caleb, so yeah. Part of there is part of me that is like I don't, I don't really want him to go. No. And I know that sounds, I know it sounds weird, and I know that it's going to be done for a reason, obviously. And it, I mean, ultimately, I'm going to be happy about it. And I know, like, I'm moaning now, but it will come to it. But like, yeah, give me content, but. I just, I don't want him to go there really early because I just really want to see no. how Will and Elle get along and how they talk and how they make it work. And I want their storyline. I want a biased family storyline first and then maybe Mike can like go in an episode eight. I don't know, just throw him in there at the yeah, end. Yeah, like the final just, episode. He's just like, hello. Yeah, I just want them to have a storyline without him. Because yeah. if you think about it, Will in season three, it was very much, my friends are ignoring me. I'm going to take this out on Mike, essentially. And then Will doesn't talk to anyone, really, like, apart from tiny little lines. And that's yeah. only because he has and to. I think... And then Elle's entire storyline. I know it's coming about coming to find herself, but so much of that was with Mike as well. But then also, really, yeah. for Mike, I want him to have his own storyline. More than anything, that is what I want, mm. for him to have a storyline outside of those two. And maybe even something more with the party that's still in Hawkins Maybe. Here. Perhaps... You know, maybe, perhaps, Mike might even, you know, he's high school now. High schools are full of, you know, clubs, extracurriculars. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps he'll join one of them. Who knows? Who can say? We know Dustin's joined the club. Yeah, we do know Dustin's joined the club. Maybe, yeah. Only Dustin, you know, we've, we've had that confirmed. So, you know, maybe Mike will also join a club. Maybe, maybe Mike will join the club. But no, I think, like in terms of Mike, that if you think about that, in season one, he was kind of like lead guy, arguably. Mm. Um, season two, his storyline then became I'm missing L, but also I'm looking, I'm I'm still kind of Mike and like dealing with everything that was going on with Will. But then arguably, it was still around, you know. It, still are those two characters and in season three i yeah. just feel for me personally i don't really know what mike was doing in season three like to me his no. story line was i would need to apologize to Elle because i'm her boyfriend <laughs> it is interesting though that like season he's always been surrounded by those two like hmm. season one he's L, uh, season one, Will is lost. He finds L, looks after L while looking for Will. Season two, L is lost, dead, whatever he thinks she is. You know, he doesn't think she's actually like died. Um, so he's looking after Will while missing and trying to find L. And then you know he's always been surrounded by those two, mm. but I feel like in season three that was just completely consumed and it was like he is Elle's boyfriend that's who yeah. he is now um it was great to see him though interact yeah. with Lucas I'll say that but then even his yeah. interactions with Lucas were to do with these are our girlfriends and mm -hmm. I don't know it was just it would be nice to interesting see interesting though 
yeah, like it would be nice to kind of like see more with Lucas as well, actually. I want to know, because the more I think about it, actually Lucas is he in a similar is. position. Because what, what did Lucas do in season three, really? Like, I mean, obviously, iconic moment at the end with the fireworks. To be honest, that was kind of like it was Lucas was back again. But for the majority of it, it was Max broke up with me. And here's how you can yeah. get Elle back. And I don't know. I feel like we're going on like a hating season three discussion again. <laughs> Basically, what we want from season four is for it to not be season three. Thank you for listening to episode 29. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> but, um, but no, genuinely, it would just be nice to see more of the characters and to see more of kind of who they are and what they're dealing with. I, I think we're going to see, I mean, I hope we see Max dealing with everything. And, hmm. and every sort of the aftermath, because I think that that's going to be really important. And I think that she's going to be struggling with a lot. Obviously, we have that scene where she sat on the bed at the end of season three. And hmm. I think, you know, no matter what you think of Billy and, you know, Billy is not a nice guy. But I think we did have that sort of jump where she was then like, I see him more as a brother now. Hmm. And there was that jump. Um so she is sort of having that loss and, and there is sort of dealing with things. So I, I am interested to see that and, and I do want there to be character progression within like themselves rather than with each other and mm. then trying to sort of figure that out. Like we said, no matter what people ship, which way you ship it, what's going on, um, I do think that there might be a little... A little issue um, with Mike going to the buyers. Hmm. Um, and I just don't want Elle and Will's entire relationship and like sibling bonding to be based on that. <laughs> There's so many things that they can bond on. Like think about that, their experiences in the Upside Down, even. You've got all of that going going on you she could see him in the upside out especially if we like believe the comics as well when he could see yeah. like an astral projection of her he speaks to her while he's there and there's so much they have in common outside yeah. of, of mike, mike. <laughs> and i don't i don't want it the relationships and the friendships and everything around that make it yeah. Which is why I think I'm so like, please do this right and don't make this some weird little love triangle thing. Mm. I I just don't, don't, mm. you know. What I want to know is uh, what I really want to see. Um, and are are we surprised? Um, Joyce Byers, very much just Joyce Byers and what she's dealing with, and just. <laughs> How she's how she how she's doing? Because I just don't think she's processing a lot of things. She's also, you know, we can probably assume based on the Murray phone call mm -hmm. um, at the end and and the voicemail and the fact that Hopper is alive um, that you know she might be trying to trying to find him. So you mm. know, is she aware that her son and her now adoptive daughter don't like each other? Is she aware of the reason why? They might not like each other if that is the case. Um, and, and how's she doing? 
How's how's Joyce? I'd like some I'd like some nice Joyce content in this season, please. I'd like. How's Joyce she Byers also doing? Just... Sorry, you, you finish first. No, just just Joyce Byers. Yeah. You know, you can just assume at any moment I'm thinking about Winona Ryder. Yeah. So there we go. And also, like, how's she also doing with the fact that her other son um, is um, doing other things? Yeah, his new best friend. His new best friend, Argyle. Does she know about that as well? Is she aware? Basically, the buyers are having a time right now. They are having a time. (laughs) I feel like the buyer's house is going to be an interesting... An interesting time. Hmm. But I am excited about it. There was also... uh, On the table read, it is thought that uh, the guy that plays Lonnie was there. Hmm. So is that flashbacks? Does he come into it? Is there going to be a, you know, what's what's that sitch? That'll be interesting. But, but yeah, you're right. The buyers are just they're just having a time. They're just having a time. I mean, but would it be Stranger Things if the buyers weren't having a time? Because I don't think it would be. Because I think no. ultimately that that's the theme of the show. Let's just make the buyers have the worst time possible. It was like that time when Sean Levy was like, yeah, we're going to give Will a break in season three. I was like, if this is a break, if this is giving Will a break. Honestly, like the trailer, I I remember, I remember it so clearly. That was the quote. And then the trailer and the first thing they show of Will is him crying inside Castle Byers. I thought, okay, great. With that, we're not kids anymore. We're not kids anymore. That line haunts me like that line like literally haunts my mind every time we make a podcast and i emily is better at technical things so emily does the audio version and i do the videos so when i go on netflix to you know have a look at what i can include in a video Every time I open Stranger Things, it plays the trailer for the most recent season, which is season three. So every time I click that show, all I hear is, we're not kids anymore. Like over the top of Barbara O'Reilly, which is one of my favorite songs. And it's just been ruined because of Mike Wheeler. So. (sighs) Also, what we should bring up with um, Joyce as well. Um, So recently, I say recently, I think it was like a month ago or two um boxes were sent out to some people online i don't know how it was chosen mm. i think it was people with biggish platforms mm, whatever it wasn't us. no <laughs> yeah, it's fine. a bit rude but whatever um yeah, we, we sent boxes and it was what was inside i think it had some matryoshka dolls some newspaper and some little little hints as to possible things that could be happening season four and one thing that did come up actually was there was a phone call um, yes. So you could, it was a number you could ring the number and it was about you Yuri's number, yeah yeah Yuri's fish bar or something like that. But what I found more interesting, I didn't realize, it's also within the papers you could find there was circled um, letters circled, which spells out Enzo's. So yeah, that suggests then is Hopper trying to send her a message because I think it says Yuri is like a it's like a go between like a smuggler. Or oh, that was his character, something Maybe. like that? Maybe. <gasps> Yuri's fish bar, right? Hmm. Maybe Yuri's fish bar is like a portal. Oh, I didn't think of that. 
maybe it's like a portal to rush like to where he is because we know that from the like mall lab bit he went through the little you know hmm. the gate and then somehow ended up in russia hmm. right but what if yuri's fish bar connects to that and they can go from place to place so he is taking hopper like messages like through like mm. you said he's like a smuggler and that could explain why they could go there but they don't have to like fly to russia mm. because they can go through the little portal and why they don't just have to be like okay right we'll see you later l and will just gonna fly just gonna yeah just just gonna fly to russia now mm. portal what if it's a portal i never thought of that but also Strangely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first if it's a portal. We'll see. We'll, we'll like, find out in about like five it works. years. But it, it could work. It could work. Yeah. It could be a portal. And mm. it could show that maybe the Russians that were exploring the gate and all of this stuff have a bit more understanding of how to flip, like get from place to place. Mm. Yeah. Portals. Alternate, alternate dimensions. Yeah, time whole... travel. See, this is we've the thing said that... about time travel and mm. clocks, and I am starting to think time travel is going to be a thing. And the more I think on it, the more I'm not sure how I feel about it. The it's, I think we've said this before that it needs to be done so right. And I would like it if it was in the sense of not to bring up philosophers not not philosophers Stone, not to bring up prisons of Azkaban. I don't think I don't know if that's a kind of well then it would be kind of the time travel. If if I'm going with my um wonderful Will Byers theory that he has more connection to the mind flayer than we think, that would be prison of Azkaban kind of style that you it, it can't be changed, it's just a constant loop. But I would kind of like it actually if I think that if you could go back and mess things up and change things slightly, and that's why certain things work out the way they do. Yeah. Because also, I think a lot of people are expecting this point. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the case, because they're not going to want to waste time. Um, the season five is going to be filming, filmed pretty much as soon as season four is done. Um, it's something that's been floating around a lot. I don't know quite how true it is these but... kids are also supposed to be 15 and most of them are now adults so yeah which means isn't to... the end of the world i mean riverdale no um but <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? at least change things started with actual kids honestly it does make you wonder that if they are going to flow into one another i i stand by the idea that i think it's going to be season four is going to end on a cliffhanger and season oh, five is going to yeah. continue. So that is how time yeah. travel could work in a sense, I guess. So something happened in yeah. season four gets to the just before season five situation, and it's like, oh, we've messed this up, or I don't, I don't know, or, or something like that. No, it could be. There's also obviously like the end game route of time travel where you go back, and if you change something, it doesn't change that reality. It starts a new reality. Hmm. Which is just very confusing, and I wasn't particularly a fan of the time travel element of Endgame. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But um, they could do that. They could do the mess it up 
you know, if you mess that bit up, then it messes up the future sort of thing. Mm. Um, but it just needs to be done right. I think time travel is a really tricky thing to implement in anything because mm. there's not one right way of how to do time travel. No. You know, if in fiction. Um, mm. And it's obviously something that doesn't exist. And even people that do study it and try and figure out like how it could be potentially possible it's not something which everybody agrees on you know it's do do you have to have a machine to time travel back to at which point you wouldn't be able to time travel past when the time travel machine existed Mm -hmm. but then also like how on earth but then if that's not the case and you can tap into different timelines to go back how on earth would you ever be able to tap into a different timeline Mm. to travel back you know I think and having to sort of have the amount of power to travel through that Mm. is just insane like the the concept of time travel literally is so unknown and such a an interesting exploration that it's really easy to trip yourself up on it Mm. and I don't dislike the concept of time travel like I read I read a book recently where it was done really well and I really really liked it but I just hope if they do go down the time travel route or this kind of parallel things and alternate things route, they do it in a way that is right and not in a way that ends up like tripping themselves up. And then it's like, but that doesn't make sense. The only thing I can think of how it could possibly work, and I say the only thing I can think of, I literally just over it right now, um, is that they're kind of already going down that bad route. And that yeah. if we believe in the upside down is the future kind of theory, that I think people are thinking yeah. way off in the future. But maybe it's not really. And it's that literally just if they are, I was going to try and do it with my hands, but audio is not going to make sense. If they are, say, um, just if they're, so they're in the current time. So they're in, say, like 1983, 1984, 1985, um, and so on. Um, they, the upside down there is kind of running parallel to that, but like a tiny step yes. in front. So at some point, they're going to meet because time will be getting yeah. almost like that short the gap will be getting shorter in each time so they will come together and be like okay right so this is now the bad route essentially and yeah. this is what our future is going to be so is it going to be time travel kind of in the sense then that that not to happen is going to have thing that will have to in some way stop it getting to that timeline and yeah. they would have to kind of as you were saying create that new reality then and so it would Whereas at the moment it kind of can be stopped. They're also so intertwined right now that it can't be. <laughs> yeah. So is it inevitable? Yeah, is future exactly. inevitable? Yeah. Or or is it changeable? Yeah. Um but I I do I do trust Matt and Ross, I think. Mm. Um and I do feel like they'd have thought that out because of sort of the things that they're interested in Mm. um no you know no shade to to the russo brothers um who did end game um but like they didn't think that through um they didn't i think lots of people would agree with me in that that concept they didn't think it through they made choices for shock value and it uh messed up it messed up um so I I would just like to think that especially because they have had a little bit more time and they have seen how something as big as Endgame did Mm. create lots of opinion 
Yeah. About time travel, because it was one of the most sort of adventurous explorations of time travel in in mm. big pop culture, you mm. know, as of at the moment, you know. I, I would think that they'd like to do that, but just the clocks, the fact that there's so much clocks and, mm. and in the thing... It could also be like the time like difference, you know. If if you can skip to Russia, it could yeah. also be that if there is this little like portal. Yeah, it um, could be that as well. But then actually, if I think about it, yeah. if I go with my really absurd kind of the upside down is just slightly bit there, and we know that upside down electricity are kind of working. One one thing that's kind of been a big mystery, especially if you read the comics, is that how on earth did Will actually get to the upside down in the first place? Will has electrical powers confirmed. Like, that is, like, a massive headcount of mine that Will can, mm. like, mess with electrics. The fact but, that he can talk through the lights and the fact that he went in the lights. Like, I low-key, genuinely low-key think that when the light shone really bright mm. and he got to the upside down, that is very similar to the light in the explosion which takes Hopper to Russia. That's what I was literally so, just going to say. Yeah. Literally very similar. But also, it makes me wonder, if not that he knew he could do that, but if he accidentally took himself there to get away from the Demogorgon. Hmm. Because he couldn't protect himself from the Demogorgon. So it was like a sort of his own sort of like explosion. And hmm. it took him there. And that's why he could communicate via the lights and that kind of thing. Because hmm. um, I don't think it's the Demogorgon that makes that light shine bright. Because Will then is the one that continuously does that with the lights. Hmm. It is, yeah. I, I'm going to go down the portal route, I think. I think he probably does take himself there. I like the idea that he takes himself there. But it is a portal. But I think it yeah. is a portal. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it is, as you said, very similar to how Hopper gets to Russia. <laughs> Um, in season three, the we kind of had that really bright, or even actually how even Elle gets to the upside down at the end of season one because the lights mm, all go flickering, don't they? Um, and then she's gone too. So it's yeah. almost like it's that massive power outage essentially that gets you there. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know, it's kind of reminiscent of oh, it's very Back to the Future if you think about yes. it with the. Uh, lightning, and then that's how they get there. There we go. Time travel confirmed. It's been there since season one. <laughs> <laughs> and then in season three, there was literally Back to the Future, and they talk about how, why is it Back to the Future if he's going to the present? Actually, what clip did they show of Back to the Future in season three? Isn't it the bit when they arrive back? He's like, we did it! Isn't it that bit? Is it that bit? Something to, something so. to consider in ed in editing. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, it will be included in the video. Mm. Um, because yeah, it, it would just intrigue me if it's a bit where they get back, or if it's the bit as they go. I think I never, I never thought of that actually. Yeah, we'll get back yeah. to you on that on next week. Portal electrics. There we go. Maybe we should do a whole episode on the electrical theory because we've spoken about that a couple of times now, hmm. and I reckon we could we could. Um, go into a bit more detail and we'd love to know your guys's thoughts on the electrical stuff like send mm. us your thoughts on social media and then we can include that discussion if we do a mm. whole episode on the concept of electrics and strange things mm. and powers because i i think will's got something to do with the electric and joyce i think i th i think will's got something 
I wouldn't be surprised if it was something to do with even if it's just like sensing the mind flow a bit more and that mm -hmm. gets developed a bit more because I don't know why would they they would include that and then get rid of it because to me and that the fact feels that Joyce knows mm, it just it just feels telling to me yeah. that that's gonna be something in it agreed completely agreed another thing that I am sort of interested in is there's a lot of new characters and a lot of new stuff going on in this season mm. there's there's a lot but I am really looking forward hopefully to seeing more of like Steve and Robin and that kind of thing and mm. that group I love I love them I love Steve and Robin that's like some of my favorite characters but also um you know theoretically um well not theoretically we know Penhurst is a thing and the asylum is a thing and there's invest things going on in the asylum trying to figure out the asylum and you know theoretically if there was someone nearby in Hawkins perhaps who would be doing said investigating wouldn't it be interesting if our local journalist Nancy Wheeler was involved that would be that would be an interesting interesting discussion and uh would like to see that that'd be fun wouldn't it I'm actually genuinely intrigued to know what Nancy's going to be up to because I think she's also fallen not so much as into the trap as, say, Mike has. Um, but it's very much as Jonathan and Nancy. And mm -hmm. even though, yeah, they have their own individual storylines, they're still Jonathan and Nancy. So I'm really intrigued yeah. to see how that's going to work in season yeah. four. And I think it's, I actually really look forward to seeing where Nancy's going to go this season. Me too. I think. I think. Me too. It, yeah, it'll be nice to see her without Jonathan. And then similarly, it'll be nice to see Jonathan without Nancy. Yeah, and how they sort of are their own... As if family. they work, who knows? If they work, what goes on? Um, With Penhurst, though, we did sort of say, is it lab-related? Is there shady <laughs> stuff? We did have the idea that Victor Creel is number one, that he is the the like evil guy that Will talks about in the Halloween comic, The Child's Eater. Um, I something like that I don't, I don't even know something like that don't and, have a and clue. he kind of could be that and then there's murders that's been carried out but he doesn't know he did them because maybe he was really high on the drugs that they give you in MK Ultra who's mm. in charge of MK Ultra in the area Dr Brenner who has not been officially confirmed dead Dr Brenner who was visiting cast members on set the other day? Matthew Modine. Who does Matthew Modine play? Dr. Brenner. So... Uh, yeah, Matthew Modine's comment on this. I don't know, we, will <laughs> talk about this. we will talk about this picture because it's the most ridiculous feeling I've ever heard in my life. So, <laughs> I mean, not hiding anything. There was a set picture of Matthew Modine in his car um mm -hmm. but like as matthew yeah. modine like yeah, it, matthew, yeah. it, it, not as brenner he is just matthew modine yeah and he was questioned about this and a few things were said he was like i'm in an undisclosed location um which i'm not allowed to say and i am somewhere or something along those lines and then went oh i was yes. just in the area and thought i'd visit millie <laughs> In a panorama, Matthew, yeah. in the middle of a global panini, were you really? I do not think so. Coinc coincidence. So I think he might be back. Um, yeah. Possibly. Um, 
I think it was very telling if years back that he wasn't at the table read because hmm. Hmm. especially if Lonnie was yeah I will say with the Lonnie one that was a very much an eagle eyed viewer thing because I don't think much yes. attention was put on it it was very much a oh it's oh. you kind of thing but interesting um, that he'd be there and Matthew Modine wouldn't be there that that hmm. Hmm. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is if it's a season two situation, because I'm sure that Millie didn't actually know he was going to be there that day. Was it in something two, like that? Yeah. Yeah, in season two, and the it was something like those emotions were kind of real, and it was like, oh my god, yeah, he's actually she there. Wasn't expecting so, to see him. Yeah. So I wonder if it was going to be one of those situations, in which case, well done, paparazzi. <laughs> you kind of ruined that yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. It's much to think about. Much to think about. Basically, I just want the buyers to be happy. I want to see some some independent, cool characters outside of what they've sort of been part of for the last mm. couple of seasons and explore more of them. You know, characters I love so much. I just really want to see more of, of who they mm. are and, and in different environments and different situations and Obviously, the kids are now in high school and there's there's a lot going on and I think there's going to be a lot of dynamic shifts mm. and a lot of dynamic changes. And I think that's what I'm really excited to yeah. see. And I do think that season four is going to be a big... Here's lots of answers as to what's going on. And I do think it's really telling that they've just dropped Penhurst as a whole massive thing and investigation and a huge thing. Um don't know I've, I find it quite I find it quite interesting and I think what I just really want is is those characters to sort of have a different growth yeah. and just learn more about themselves and we can learn more about them and I just I just yeah I would just quite like to see more of that mm. yeah I'm, I'm similar right I I think the thing I want the most is I want Will L Dynamics I've wanted really that badly. for years. I... Power siblings, power siblings, because it's always been signed up for them to be siblings, because kind of, because Joyce and Hop have always mm. had this are they, aren't they, you know? And when he adopted Elle, it was like, well, him and Joyce better get together and then they can mm. be one family. So, you mm. know, it, it's always been set up for that. Mm. They've yeah. always been not quite part of each other's lives, Elle and Will. Yeah. Uh, yeah 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 that's the thing that i want the most i want that um i really uh, as you said i really want the characters to kind of come into their own and we see them as characters and interacting with people they don't necessarily interact with like to be honest yeah. i'm kind of also missing mike and dustin interactions yeah i'm missing that i'd love to see that back same um i want to see lucas used more as a character i feel like I yeah, I, I said earlier about Will being sidelined in season three, but if I think about it, I don't really know. I know who Lucas is, but I feel like since season one, we don't really know who Lucas is as a character. And it, I think it's a shame. I think it really is a shame. It is. He's such a good character. And I think, you know, I saw a thing the other day about how he, like the way he uses his intuition and the way that mm. he's been able to sort of fight and and. Mm. who he is as a character and I think yeah I really want to see more of that I do really want to see more of that in season four because I do just feel like we haven't had a lot of that 
Mm. Um, and I think he's such a good character. And like you said, he's just not utilised for being such a good character, you know? Mm. Mike's always sort of like the leader mm. and everything always happens to Will. And Dustin's sort of like the comic relief. And I feel mm. like we saw so much of Lucas in season one mm. and we just haven't seen that much of him since, except mm. for little snippets like the fireworks and stuff. So mm. I would love I would love to see more of more of Lucas and who Lucas yeah. is as a character as well. Or Lucas. And I think I just I just want kind of I don't want to say season two and one vibes. I want season two and one vibes. I want that kind of that almost a little bit more scary back. Mm-hmm. And like there were elements in season three where like, oh my gosh, ugh. And you know, there were there was that kind of thrill factor. It's more gory though. It was more gory, that's the thing. It was more gory, more more than thriller. More than creepy. And yeah. I kind of want that creepiness back, I think. And I don't know, I've kind of set up this idea in, of season four in my head and I'm kind of, st- I always sit here like, oh my God, I'm really looking for season four. Season four is going to be great. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. And so I know that we're going to get to 10 years time when it's released. Um, and I'm just going to be like, well. Wow. But I just, I don't know. Thing, That's what I want. I, I really want the creepy vibes as well. Like I really want those kind of like creepy, thrillery, like, oh, what's going on sort of vibes. What I don't want, mm-hmm. uh, and this is sort of the last thing I'll say about Penhurst, I don't want it to be like, oh, it's an asylum, so mm. everybody in the asylum has to be creepy. Mm. Because, and that's definitely from the perspective of like studying psychology and having degrees in psychology, that I just don't like the idea that, I think sometimes it can be done well, but I don't like the concept that like everybody in the asylum has to be like I'm using this with like quotation marks because it's not what I mean, but like crazy and mm. creepy because it's mm. an asylum. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't mm. want that. No, I don't. I don't want that to be what gives us those vibes. You know, I feel like you'd get more stuff from like I mean Eddie from the uh, Hellfire Club like would creep me out more with yeah. the way that those things. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like please do the creepiness well and don't do what everybody else does and do like a creepy asylum thing (laughs) yeah exactly i think mental health's a really kind of tricky one to do in tv shows because i think often like so they do go down the creepy or use it as very much a plot device thing rather than Mm. actually stick it in reality and focus on okay this is how the character is feeling and i feel like there's so many things they can explore mental health wise yeah like and they they already have yeah. they've and done they so are, much yeah. like with addiction they have, and they are doing ptsd yeah. yeah and i think but those things can always be delved into because i think also joyce l will i'm not gonna include hopper for now because who knows what's going on in russia they've got so many things and even mike actually they've got so all much. of them to be honest all of the party have been through a lot and i think that there's that so PTSD. much to explore that, yeah exactly yeah. the we don't need Oh, there's crazy people in the asylum. It's spooky. You know, we don't need that. So that's hopes, thoughts, don't wants for, for season four. But that's, I think that is it. I think that's what we all sort of talk about. We, me and you talk about like mm. off podcast and yeah, the stuff that we sort of, especially the buyers, just living a happy life. We're not going to get that. But you know, we're not going to yeah. get that. 
that's it. it he's going to die. They're all going to die in season four. And that's how it's going to end. On that note, thank you for listening to episode 29 of the Hawkins Do Coffee podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy and then you can find us on social media on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Hawkins Podcast and Tumblr at hawkinsdoyoucopy.tumblr.com Come and chat with us on there and we will see you next week. Over and out. Hawkins, do you copy?